Let's do it. Howdy, y'all. I like starting that way. Episode 61. <laughs> What's up? Bailey and Harper, we are back. I had a kid. This dude's been traveling. I was just saying, it's, it must be really weird tonight. It is fun. <laughs> I'm out of the house. Man, that feels good. Cabin fever is a thing, y'all. But yeah, we're back. Episode 61. And uh, let's do the... Yeah, let's get the rituals in. Episode 60. Who was the best to ever wear 61, Roman Harper? What you got? For me, and I had to dig deep for this one, Kyle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when I heard the name, it resonated so well to me. What is it? Who is it? It took me back to my 49er days love, and I love the 49ers. Number 61, Jesse Sapula. Ooh. He was a former guard for the San Francisco 49ers. He wore number 61. He was an 11th round pick in the 1983 draft, pick 289. He played all 14 years for the San Francisco 49ers his whole career. Four-time Super Bowl champion, two-time Pro Bowler. It's first team all whack 1980. He played 182 games. And he started all- 154, and he has one fumble recovery in his career. And an all-NFL mustache. Like – yeah, all time. Yes, mustache. Yes, just a great, great mu- like this man. Was he was here. the first guy that I revered as like a great player from Hawaii. Yes, yeah, Samoan dude, right? Yes, very clean haircut. Very, I mean, just the, yes. Like, between the haircut and the mustache, it's like I'm here to professionally kick your ass. <laughs> I mean, that's just that kind of look but about him. He was a very big dude, though. He was he, a real big dude. Yeah, yeah. he's six four. Yeah. Of course, all the offensive linemen were smaller. Yeah, they're big then. dudes. Well, yeah. and speaking of, I got one of those too. Um, Nate Newton. Nate Newton, number 61, three-time Super Bowl champion, six-time Pro Bowler, USFL all-time team, Nate Newton, and a man who once upon a time, for those that might not know, and if you don't, shame on you, uh, back in uh, on November 4th, 2001 in St. Martin Parish, Louisiana, uh, Nate Newton was arrested <laughs> after he was found to have 213 pounds of marijuana during a traffic stop in his white van. Five weeks later, on December 12, 2001, Nate Newton got stopped again in Texas and was arrested after his vehicle re- was revealed to possess 175 pounds of marijuana. So in a span of four weeks, he was busted with nearly 400 pounds of marijuana. Um, this man's a legend in so many ways. What a career. So many ways. <laughs> what a career. An icon in many, many ways. Depending he's cleaned up you. his life, too. It's crazy. He does. He's not in that game anymore, I mean, what, what the game? word is. Weed? I mean, I'm not even that mad at him. Like, who's that mad at Nate Newton for getting busted with a lot of weed? I mean, he was clearly trying to be the man. He was definitely moving. <laughs> he was he, moving he was, a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like, when Montrez Harrell got popped with three pounds a couple months ago, I was like, listen, that's not that much. If you're I'm, just- yeah, I'm like, that definitely could be a personal stash, especially if he's going home after the basketball season. He doesn't know anybody out there. A lot of these there. dudes, that he just has his own. their guys around. Like, I mean, and he was in L.A., right? Right. No, 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 no. He was in Kentucky. He was in, no, no, that, no, 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 no. Where was his? He played oh, this year oh, yeah. in L.A., right? No, he played with Charlotte. What do you mean? Got traded to Charlotte after he played in Washington. Okay. Yeah, yeah no. So he was in Washington, got traded to Charlotte, and so he got busted this offseason in Kentucky. I forgot with what three pounds that, yes. of weed. Now you're good, but that's my point. Is that you know the only thing is that that could be a personal stash. You and a couple of buddies, nearly 400 pounds. You're moving some weight. But Nate Newton, legendary number 61, legendary. Well, it's good to be back. Um, we have some things that you're on TV, too. I just looked up, and you're across from me, and you're on TV. How yeah. awkward is this? It is kind of awkward because I had that on. I am looking fly. I love this suit. It's presidential. You see the American flag, the little lapel pin? It's all in the details, Kyle. No one in, no one in television. I have, that, I have that coat. There it is. Is that Burns? Who is that? Yes, that yeah. is PB. That's Peter uh, Burns. Peter Burns, and we have the same coat. I've you worn and that. Peter Burns do. Yes, you do. I wore that coat when I anchored Charlotte Sports Live here in Charlotte. How about that? Peter Burns uh, in that stash. You, I, you have the best suit game of anybody I know. We also had very different weeks so far. You've been doing TV today. Yes. Uh, you know what kind of week I've been having because you, you, uh, you did me dirty yesterday. I did. And you posted a picture <laughs> of me in the pediatrician's office wearing a necklace of baby spit up. It was awesome. Yeah. The fact that, Kyle, I did, I did not know you were going to be there. Uh, Soul had to get um, – he got a, his second COVID shot. Yeah. And so he got his little dose. And then um, and then we were leaving out. He was not happy, but he was cool. He was, Yeah. I, I saw him and I was like, oh, you just got a shot. Yeah, yeah. He, was, <laughs> he wasn't happy, but he was cool. Yep. All right. And then we're walking out. And next you know, everybody has masks on. But I noticed – I'm like, 
It's well, you, you, walk, you walked by the door as soon as we were opening yeah. our door. And I had just gotten thrown up on by this infant who's a week old, right? So it was hilarious to me. I just it was such a surprising shock. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, absolutely. Cow. I just hey, got Camille, like vomited all over. The young man, you know, the baby, you guys just had a baby. Yep. And uh eight days ago. Yeah. And so it was very funny and very random. I did not know you were going to be there, but it's probably one of his first checkups since beginning out the hospital. Uh, yeah, man. It was wild to see you there. So we've had very different weeks. And I got to be honest with you. you it was the picture, though, Kyle, was amazing. It was hey, amazing. It was a good picture. You, you hit me with a good one. I will, I will grant you that. However. Thank you. I will say this. You've been through it. You've got four now. But in the last eight days, you can know. It's kind of like the first one, right? Like, you don't know what it's like to have kids until you actually have a kid. Agreed. All right. You don't know. You what think you know. You don't know what it's like to have multiple kids until you actually first have multiple kids. You have four now, so you've gotten this down to a science. The last eight days of it dawning on me, like I, I got two of these people. Yep. And the other one's seventeen months old, and she can't even talk yet. It's officially man to man coverage, Kyle. It is. It's crazy. And this is what happens. Oh, oh yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and uh, I had to call in reinforcements. Mom's in this week, man. I yeah. got the in-laws coming tomorrow. Like, this is it's a different game. Having, having multiple kids is a different game. Especially when both parents work. It's going to be tough. It's going to be balanced. You got to figure it all out, you know? You have yeah. to lean on each other. You're going to need some help. Anytime you can get some help, you should take it. Uh, don't turn down help. Look, when you get two kids, dude, you start passing your kids off. Like, that. when you get Ooh. two and more, you're like, bro, yeah. Yes, Grandma, they go. Come yeah, stay for a week. Yeah, you can go. Yeah, that's, boom. That's Let them go. Yeah, my, my mom. My mom spent. The, she's like loving it, right? Because she's doing like manual labor to help my wife out while she's here. Of my course. wife's recovering, but she's she's like, no, it's like vacation. I get to hang out with my granddaughter every day. I get like she gets to hang out with her grandson every day, and so they love it. Oh, it was, it's awesome. But uh, it is a so, different different game. But I, I got to be honest too. Like this is the one where like I'm ready to get back to work because I got some bills. To, I mean, I got I got kids now. These little boogers are expensive. <laughs> These little no, are expensive. I appreciate you bringing up the money, Kyle, but you, you're on maternity leave, which is great. Take advantage of it. You know, I'm paternity leave, not maternity leave. Yeah, paternity leave, sorry. <laughs> but, I mean, they're very close. But I'm glad. Words count. So, Especially in today's yeah, era, yeah, words count. You're yeah. right. But, I mean, enjoy it. But the walls are closing in, Kyle. That's what it is. You oh. got to get out, bro. You got to get out. <laughs> yeah, you got like you, you got to get out. It's, Trust it's, me. It's the cabin fever thing. You got to get away from it. I got to go hit some golf life. balls, cause like I got to get out. I got to get out. Yeah, absolutely, you got to get out. So I, I, gotta I got out. out, and she's everything's cool. Like I mean, the baby's great. People kept telling me though, and hey, look, I'm eight days in. This shit could change rapidly. But <laughs> like I'm eight. People kept saying, "Oh, number two, your first one's great, right? Oh, she's an angel." Like my first, my daughter, like, she's got her moment. She's a toddler now, but like. Great kid. She sleeps well. She puts. She does everything well. And everyone's like, "Well, number two is gonna be a gonna be a handful." This is the chillest motherfucker in the world, dude. This baby just like if he's not eating or you know sleeping, he might get upset about a diaper. But otherwise, he's just staring at stuff, hanging out. Yeah, hanging and out. I I would say enjoy that for as much as you can, Kyle, because boys are freaking bananas. I just let you know that. Oh, when, I know. I can't wait when they start getting active and start getting going. They're freaking bananas. Yeah, no, I can't right. wait. It's gonna be awesome. But he's he's the coolest, and uh, it's just it's a, it's an adventure, man. So what? Changing the subject here. I came in, told you I've been watching this game. We got it on now. Football is officially back, and it's weird for me because I've been off for eight days, just dealing with mama stuff and baby stuff, and so I've been checked out. And I'm going back on the air here in about five days, so I got to get caught up. But football's back. We got preseason coming up. Uh, Panthers got Washington coming up this weekend on Saturday. But we got uh, Giants-Patriots on right now. And I was just watching Tyrod Taylor with the Giants and thinking to myself, what's going to happen to him this time? Because, like, Tyrod is, is just – he's Tyrod at this point. But could he be better for that team than Daniel Jones is? I don't know. Well, you got to let Daniel Jones play. I, I think you do. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that you don't. But like, and if he plays bad, then you put in Tyrod. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's a nice situation to have, I think. I think if you're the, it's the best case. Relatively scenario. speaking. Right? Yes. Relatively yes. speaking. For the Giants, yes. Right. And also, Saquon's got to be healthy. All right? This guy, if he can't be on the field, then – because they're still counting on numbers. They're counting on Saquon Barkley to be healthy and put up numbers. Yeah, they you are. You know? Like, they need that complete – 
thing. And and him and Christian McCaffrey. And Brian Dable is a, right a good play caller. I don't know if he's calling the plays, which I think he should. Yeah, him and Christian McCaffrey are in a similar situation right now. now uh, I mean, like, agreed. Christian's done more in the league, right? Correct, because I mean, he's been healthier seasons, for right? longer. Absolutely, but, but they're still, both kind of broken a little bit. It's a big season for both of them, yes. right? In that respect, so like. I don't know. Um, I, I I got to go down to training camp for two days and do two live. What'd you shows. think of the team? I mean, I, I was there on days one and two. Oh yeah, just so, too I mean, early. They were they weren't even in pads at that point. But I mean, it was it was interesting, and then I was following along like everybody else from afar. I mean, you went down there that first Saturday, right? I did. I did. Did you see anything? Uh, what? Well, it was a bad day for Baker, but it was still early in camp. Um, it was a bad day though for Baker, and then. I actually thought uh, Matt Corral was the cleanest quarterback out there that day in, in terms of operation and doing whatever it needs to be. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but other than that, though, it was uh, the defense looked good. I was glad Matt Rule got mad and started practice over because they started out bad. But overall, it was um, – oh, I got to – let me go check them. Yeah, like I want to go see what they look like uh, against Washington this weekend. It sounds like Baker, but Baker's probably won the job at this point quietly already. I would think 2, so. Two thousand percent. If Baker doesn't play, what are you doing? Mm. That, I think Absolutely. that's. I Absolutely. think that's how much they want Baker to have this job, and he had to give the he had to give the job back to Sam and Camp. Like that, yes, you look at that. Like he yeah, yes, the competition. But he would have had to have given it back to Sam. Yes. So I guess that's still possible. It's not even week one yet of the preseason. But that that looks like it's where like where it's going to go right now. And I don't know. We'll see. I mean, are they are the Panthers actively shopping Sam Darnold? Uh, I mean, I guess like if somebody offered them a decent trade, I'm sure they'd pull the trigger if they were good with Baker and Matt Corral was getting better. But um, like yeah, at, at, the, at the same time though, I still think they but they have a little more faith in Sam. Um, I think I, I do too. I, I want to see Sam compete for this thing during preseason. I, I think both guys are going to get reps with the first team. Maybe faith and, is strong, by the way. I think faith might be a little bit strong, but I think they think he's better than a lot of other people do. And I would tend to agree with that. Like last I watched year, him at practice, Kyle, and my honest opinion is this. Sam has just, just as good an arm. He's more athletic than Baker. He's bigger than Baker. Oh, yeah. He's the most impressive-looking dude in the quarterback room. And, and like, by, all, by far. And so, and when you see him throw the ball, the ball flies off his arm. I mean, he looks pretty. He does well. but He's always looked the part, though. But it, it has, it's, it's up top with him. It's got to be between hands, eyes, and mind. All connected in one feet as well and being able to do it all in a quick decision. At quarterback, man, you can't be late. You got to anticipate as a quarterback. Yeah, no, that's the thing. He holds on to the ball a lot. And you asked, right. me, you asked me a minute ago, like, how, how But then look. the only thing with Baker, too, is, like, Baker's always just running. I don't like the fact that Baker runs around so much at practice. I want you to be able to throw the ball from the pocket like the play design. Now, will those things happen? Yes, I'm cool with that. But Baker's also not like a – he's not Lamar Jackson. No. So, no. I want him – so that was the knock I had on Baker at practice. That's all I'm saying. So I want to be able to see it too because are you saying that Carolina's offense is better than what he had in Cleveland when he had his one really good year? I don't know that you can say that, but I think uh, if Christian McCaffrey stays healthy with some of the additions they've made, especially along the offensive line, I think they've got a chance to be comparable. I want to see the offensive line too versus real live bullets because in the practice that I saw, Kyle, they – meaning the offensive line, they gave up some free runners sure. in some of the blitz periods. And I know it was early, so maybe hopefully they get some of that stuff. But like, you don't want free runners on any quarterback. Right. Okay? I saw some of that, too. Like so, the, first, the first two days that I was there. Now, right. they, were, they had no pads on when I was there, so like yeah. you just take that for what it's worth. But, you know, I think James Campen comes in with a really good reputation, 15 years in Green Bay, like seven pro bowlers. Like, so I, I give him the benefit of the doubt, you know, and I know you know what I mean by this. Like, yeah, but I, I you, know he knows what he's doing. You got to get the – but you also got to get – the the protection right whoever's yeah. in control of the protection yeah if it's somebody's fault you know those other things you got to get worked out sure no i, I think right because it's not usually always just oh this guy just got beat for another sack right right and i want to see i'm looking forward to this game on saturday and uh like i said i won't be back on on the air until wednesday but i'm looking forward to, to getting back and talking about this one because i don't know if they'll show us much uh, but these guys are going to have to play. You know, they're still competing. So, like, they're going to have to. I, I think you're going to see them go out and look pretty sharp. I hope so, anyway. Um, what is the record for the Panthers this year? Ooh. Ha, 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 ha. 
I don't know. Come I, on, Kyle. People ask me that, and I just like I, my cop out answer has been anywhere. I think they're anywhere between seven and ten wins. I just, I just, I just seven and ten. Okay, yeah, it's not bad. I, I don't like best case scenario ten. I think so. I mean, anything above that, how could you predict it? Like knowing what we know about <laughs> them right now, but like I think they got they have a tough schedule. Right, yeah. but if, if things they catch a couple of breaks, they stay healthy. I think there's enough talent there. Yeah, they could. The South's not that strong right now. They could absolutely do it. Yeah. Um, it's question by, by marks. Way, spe- the speaking South. of the South, speaking of the South, Tom Brady stepped away. You see this today, right? Tom Brady stepped away from the team. You didn't see this? No. Yeah, Tom Brady stepped away today. Um, so he's gonna. It's sort of a pre-planned absence. Um, he's gonna be away to deal with some family stuff, non-football, personal things. Um, I think they said they knew about this. Uh, nothing more than, hey, it's a personal issue. I've seen some things online. I'm not really sure what the truth is here. But, yeah, Tom Brady just kind of stepped away. And, like, most guys can't like, – obviously, he's Tom Brady. Like, he's 45 years old. He's won seven Super Bowls. Like, if he need, yes, Tom, do what you need to do. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. We'll hold down the fort. We're going to be okay. Um, you know, like, we haven't left for sale yet. Almost nobody else gets to do this, right? Now, you know, personal family issues, yeah, that, that's a little bit different, right? Um, but I'm just saying, like, Tom Brady's like, all right, look, we pre-planned this. I got to be away. I'm going to be out for 10 days in the middle of training camp, and y'all are just going to have to deal with this. Uh, that's Tom Brady. That's – I think you take it with the GOAT. I mean, if the GOAT needs some time, you give him time. That's what happens. And Tom has earned that right. I believe it exactly for what it is. He has an issue or some kind of booking or something he had pre-planned already. He's attending. I'm cool with that. But my my favorite thing, though, is somebody – Is somebody mad? Who mad? There's no way anybody could be – perturbed right, about but, their own feelings when Tom Brady says I need 10 days but it's funny because I've given you 20 something years dog I feel like he talking about he he should AI them right now that's what he should do when he comes back we talking about practice dude listen somebody, not the game <laughs> not the game not the game I give my life for 20 something years and you want to talk to me about practice somebody at that press conference asked Todd Bowles apparently uh, you know, about his confidence level that Tom Brady's going to be the starter come week one. And Tom Bowles like, yeah, I got a pretty high level of confidence. Yeah. Like, what do you think? That because Tom misses 10 days of practice that they're going to start Jeff Trask or Blaine Gabbert? You know what? I'm going to say this on the next show. I'm, I, yes, Kyle. I, I love this. This is a great point, Kyle. The fact that people want to make this a big deal. All right? Tom Brady deserves however many days off in training camp that he wants. He's given this league and all these people – 20-plus years yeah. of freaking goat-like mentality. Sure. We've seen it. You should enjoy it. Get this man his flowers while he's on this side of it. And, like, yes. Like, veterans know. What, I mean, look, and I'm not – Yes, yeah, I'm and, not, like, and as a former veteran player who this guy's had two times, two and a half times much of my career. Oh, yeah. All right? In, Most in terms careers. of years, I'm not even talking about his, like, how much of an impact, okay? That's sure. way more, Okay. But he is that good, and he deserves it. And the fact that anybody wants to try and make a story out of it, then bigger than what it has to be just because it's Tom Brady. And, and like they say his shit don't stink. They're really trying to get into it enough to really smell it. Okay? Oh, sure. Stay out of this, man. Like, he has family. St- he has family. If he, if he wanted to roll off the beach in two weeks and show up, you give him the fucking you football. You give him the – yes, you do. You give him the football. You're lucky he's even at training camp. Right, because okay. your other option is Blaine Gabbert. With all due respect <laughs> to Blaine Gabbert, but he ain't Tom Brady. So if Brady they also rolls, drafted the kid from Florida from a couple years ago. Jeff Trask. Yes. Yeah, they, he's there too, but it doesn't matter. They're not Tom Brady. If, if him and Giselle have the kids down in Brazil visiting the in-laws, you let him roll off the beach in Copacabana two weeks before the start of the season and hand that man the football and say thank you for sir for coming to play with us that's what you say because yeah. he's tom brady so now this was that that part was funny to me there's been so much stuff i looked up today and you know my job like i'm in it every single day how many times do i ask you when i see you, like hey have you seen this story have you heard about this how you done this because i've just got to be in it all the time i've been away from everything for like eight days because i've just been swimming in diapers and wawa and and cutting up fish sticks and chicken nuggets and mac and cheese and vegetables and I mean, just eight days of being a dad. So I've been away from, like, that's all. I, I've missed so much stuff over the course of the last eight that's days. How much, that's how much sports is starting to heat up, Kyle. It's, it's football season. And right now, it's, it's especially in college, it's not even football season yet, baby. This is just talking season. 
Kyle, this is all talking season, baby. This this. is it. Look at this. Look at this. I I see a headline report. Browns to consider Jimmy Garoppolo as quarterback fallback. What? When did this happen? That's what I'm saying. Like, I've just been doing baby stuff for eight days. Getting puked on, going to doctor's appointments. Well, Jimmy G has to get traded. They're going to trade Jimmy G. And Jimmy G, all he does is win, you know? So, he's going to be fine. Uh, And it's going to be interesting to see. Look. And that's the Deshaun Watson thing too, right? That has happened since all uh, since you've been going too, right, Kyle? Since the last pod. Well, yeah, he he got the six game. Well, no, the, I, the six games. Six. Here's another one. Report Watson willing to accept eight game suspension. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. So six. Then it's just funny to me because the whole system is what's messed up. I'm not here to defend Sean Watson at all, Kyle, but it's like the system stinks. Oh, of course stinks. it is. Well, why do you think she made that recommendation? It was based on past NFL precedent of how they punish things like this, quote-unquote. <laughs> There's nothing like this, though. Like Ben Roethlisberger is right. the closest thing. Yes. Ben Roethlisberger wasn't documented you know, with 66 different women. Yeah. But well, like, they also didn't dive into it like that. Well, that's my point. Like, you're they, right. <laughs> like, so when she came out of this, she was like, listen – I joked with somebody the other day. It was kind of like the Miller report where he was like, listen, I'm not saying he's guilty, but I'm definitely not saying he's innocent. It was yeah. that kind of thing, right? Yes. Where she was like, I don't see he had any predatory evidence of like, uh, sexual violence. Right. She, but she did say there was a pattern of egregious behavior and that yeah. she thought that he lied to her, the judge. Uh-huh. And so point being in all this, like after saying all those things as part of it, she was like, but like here's six games based on what they've done in the past. And it's like, yeah, I get that. But that's also kind of revealing, like you said, about how fucked up the system's been in the past. We're like, it's just like a dartboard. Oh, you did this to your girlfriend or you did that here. Let's just maybe six games. Yeah. Uh, but then, four games. But then uh, Goodell and those guys come in and say, no, that's not enough. And now we, which they were going to reject it, of course. That's fine. Right? Sure. But it goes to right back to them. It's another person. But then, like, what did they come back with? Because Roger Goodell's already on tape saying he thinks he needs to suspend him indefinitely. Oh, I mean, look what baseball did to Trevor Bauer. Two years. Yeah. He's out two years. Um, but that yeah. was a steroid thing. No, 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 no. Trevor Bauer, the Dodgers pitcher who got 40 mil in a, a year on a two-year deal and got busted for, like, literal sexual vi- – accused of horrible sexual violence. By- oh, that was um, – I was thinking the former MVP um, – Oh my gosh! For the Milwaukee Brewers, don't don't let me screw this up. Go ahead, keep going. Yeah, let's. You talking about? No, no, no. The one that he got suspended years ago for a bad uh, piss test. The MVP. Oh, uh, oh, Ryan. Uh, yeah, Ryan Braun. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, sorry, I messed that up. Yeah, no, no, I got you. I got. You. I can't believe I just said Christian Yelich. I feel bad for associating <laughs> Christian Yelich. Apologies, Christian Yelich. I, I apologize. For apologize. Just on both sides. your name out in relation Man, we to are that. Sorry. We are so sorry. No, I am very sorry. Yeah. Like Ryan Braun, I don't care much for that guy. Like he tried to ruin a man, like lying <laughs> about his. He tried to ruin some innocent, like. You know, he's just a courier. Guy. This dude's just a piss test courier. <laughs> and you try to ruin this man. Like, have some integrity. Jesus. <laughs> Pardon me. Like, I just get fired up talking about Ryan Braun. <laughs> Maybe he's remorseful now. I hope so. But, like, that shit pisses me. That will always piss me off. Like, you just tried to throw this poor man under the bus entirely. Come on, dude. Completely. It was that awful. Was the, that's, why I, that's why I thought you were talking about No, but, no, 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 no. Yeah. But, like, they, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. So, yeah, it's um, what were we talking about? Oh man, I, I don't know, but we could totally I went on a tangent. Laughing about uh, Ryan Braun. Yes. And so before that, <laughs> I don't know, Kyle. It just got weird, bro. We both saw this dude get smashed on the punt return right there. Sean Watson is what we were talking about. That was what it yeah, was. No, we, we, we the both six looked up games, to see that play on the foot field. The, the there we go. Right. The six games yeah. back to, you know, the highest paid person in the NFL. All right. The highest paid player. Well, we're talking about Deshaun Watson here. Like I know. I'm talking about that. But the highest paid player comes out and says, well, we suspend him here. Right. Right. And so it's like, oh, he's always got to swing the guillotine, even though. Like, why do you even go through the whole process and just do what you're going to do? Because right now you got everybody hanging by a leash. Like, why? You know what I'm saying? It's well, just getting so redundant. And, and instead of just letting doing whatever it's going to do, I just feel like they continue to stretch it out for longer and longer and longer. Well, yeah. Yeah. I and mean, it's getting annoying to well, me. That's I, all I'm I saying. get it. But, like, this is where. I just hate the system. Yeah, and I, look, the NFLPA has to exist. I understand that players have. to I have just hate that they didn't take this power away from Roger Goodell. 
And when they when who? they collectively collectively bargain, like I'm just asking a third like, party. Well, that's what they did here with with Sue Robinson. Yeah, but but then it, they said no, and it still comes back to them. They still get the final say. So well, yeah, but I mean the, the NFLPA and Watson's people agreed to this, right? I mean they all agreed to have her come in as a third party arbiter, and um, they still reserve the right to do something else. Like this was all known, right? I hope so. I mean, I just should- I'm just I'm just want to see how it's going to play out. Because like, the thing is, that, and I don't mean to cut you off. The thing is, they could have let this stand, even though they hated it, to establish the new precedent of correct. You know, the third party just decides correct. But at the same time, you know, six games is tough for a lot of people to swallow, and I get it. I do. I I understand it. But like, uh, this one's tough. I I don't envy the people who are in charge of making this decision because I think six games is light. But I also think it's a clean precedent to just say, all right, arbiter decides, Roger Goodell's out of it, just bring in a third-party, unbiased observer, neutral, and just let them make the call. Mm-hmm. I understand. So it's tough. But, man, six games is light. I'm just and, – And that's fine. Like, I don't care what happens, I, honestly. Yeah. I just want it to hurry up and happen so they can stop hanging this man by the rope. Sure. And just get it over. Le- with. Yes, just thank you. It, just finish it. Stop it. Yeah. It's like getting redundant I, at this I don't, point. I have no problem with and, that. And get and it over with. Not only that, but then the questions this man is going to have to continue to have to answer. And when are they going to stop until this stuff is all over with? I just hate that for everybody involved. And this is where the NFL really. Everybody, well, including the, 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 the people that have come out and said these things. Sure, and this is where the NFL, and I said this months ago, like the NFL didn't want the, like when the HBO story came out, right, and the women were interviewed by Soledad O'Brien and mm-hmm. you know, all the new stuff. Like the, the NFL, for the, the worst thing for them was for this to be a slow drip of more stories, yes. more <laughs> interviews, right? Because it stayed in the public conscious. It stayed in the media cycle, and it has. And it, and it will continue to stay in the media cycle for some time now. And, you know, people are – they're going to feel the way they feel about it. That's not changing. And they, this is – so they needed to get this cleaned up. They still need to get it over with from their own perspective. But I don't know. I mean, the, the NFL wanted a full season. This is interesting because he's saying, well, I'll, Deshaun Watson's saying I'll accept eight games. I mean – Until – dude. He's been really defiant throughout all of this. Up until now, if that report is true – you know, he's willing to, quote-unquote, accept an eight-game suspension. That might be a little bit of a change in posture, all things considered. Like that, I don't – at this point, I don't blame him because the NFL's already fought back, and, and, you know, and they had that opportunity to do that. So this is all part of it. Everybody knew this could happen. Well, I mean, just, Roger Goodell called him predatory uh, yes. earlier this week. I mean, uh, our guy Jonathan Jones at CBS reported that uh, the NFL is going to seek an indefinite suspension of at least the, I mean, they want him gone for a year. Yeah. And the thing is, you can't, and I thought about this at one point too, because, um, and I'm not an attorney, uh, but like when you think about last year, people will argue, well, you know, time served. He said, I last, agree. He got paid. Then, then find him the money. And he started that season by himself refusing to play for the then, Texans because they were a dumpster fire. It's not like they just parked him because of it. Then he refused to play, and then they paid him all season long. Then and then him. they allowed him to structure his contract this year so that it's only a million dollars, and he skirts any financial penalty. What well, Calvin Ridley's losing eleven and a half million dollars. It's not my fault. I understand that, but I'm saying like there was some dirty business done here, um, and I, I think you have a li- and maybe dirty's a little bit strong, but like it was manipulative. Like they manipulated the situation in such a way that there really is no penalty. Because if, if you look at it this way, you know, he, he did, as Roger Goodell said. Are we going to punish the, the teams that allowed him to do it? Should. That's what I'm saying. How much further, how, how far down the line are we going to so go, Kyle? On, don't, don't take me into a Hunter Biden conversation. Say, don't take me like, into a Hunter Biden conversation here. Like, how far are we going to go, Because Kyle? the FBI just raided Donald Trump's <laughs> shit, right? And what did you say when I walked in? People were like, yeah, why they didn't raid Hunter Biden's house. Well, my, if you got a reason to, go raid Hunter Biden's house. <laughs> I, I don't, don't give a shit. I don't. I don't care. And it sounds like he might have a reason to, based on no some doubt. That I, I mean, to. but my point—the dude is, looks like he lives a pretty reckless life, right? But my, <laughs> sure, but my point is, like, he does look reckless as shit. He looks wildly reckless. I mean, far worse than Deshaun Watson, who seems like he might be pretty bad. But like, again, that's the thing: bad behavior, bad yes. behavior. That's yes. what it was. Mm-hmm. And so you got to do something about that as the league, because the public perception right now is forty percent of NFL fans are women. Like yeah. They've done their own research. Forty, You cannot continually tell women, we don't really give a fuck about you. Like, you can't do that and expect people just to stick around. I'm with you. That's all. Like, I, I think I, it's bad I, business. And I'm cool with that. 
But I would say find him, do whatever you want, suspend him. How many games you want? Ten games? Oh, I, honestly, for me, so I never had any well, expectations. And, and, and I'll be honest with you, Kyle. I think the people that are going to remain – because this is what America is, Kyle. Sure. People that are going to remain mad are going to always stay mad. That's going to be oh, like there's no question whatever that. percentage that is. And then some people are going to forgive them, right? Right. And then some people are going to understand that people make mistakes or they get in situations and, you know, they don't hold on to anger because it actually does nothing for you. It's like poison. Right. But – we still have those that will continue to be in that space. Then you have other people that eventually just be like, I mean, I'm just rooting for a good football team. Yeah. Or they love the Cleveland Browns and they're just they just want him to be able to play whenever he can. Right. And let his bygone, you know, whatever he's done have to do. Also, the Houston Texans, are you gonna find them? Because they were also involved. They already settled, and no, we just act like that didn't happen. So are they gonna find them as well? Those would be the things that if I'm Deshaun Watson, I also would I'd bring it all out. Like so but I just wanted to all just – can we all just get along? I mean, sure. Eventually? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I didn't have any expectations here. So yeah. people – like somebody, somebody did ask me not that long ago. They were like, well, what do you think you should get? What do you want him to get? And I'm like, I don't really have a preference. I mean, I'm, I'm not out here trying to – I'm not trying to be judge, jury, and executioner here. I think I – think, so six games, in my opinion, was light. Yeah, I, I mean, didn't think – I thought it would be more than that. It's just light. That's all. I thought it would be more than that. When but you, that, that's, why, at, that's why when I hear if Deshaun is really saying, like, I'll take eight, it's almost like, okay, I'll sit out eight. When you look at the games that guys like Calvin Ridley and Darren Waller and others have – I mean, uh, Josh, um, the wide receiver. Uh, Gordon. Thank you, Josh Gordon. For, I mean, games and games and games. And this dude, 67 I – mean, well, let's say 25 civil suits documented to – six games? Calvin Ridley's going to lose nearly $12 million. It's not his fault. The contract is const- it's constructed the way it's constructed. Agreed. No question. He <laughs> fucked up. I mean, I, mean, like, I don't know. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I'm not arguing. I'm just saying, like, relative to that, though, when you stack them up. It I does know, man. And it was ridiculous. only like $1,500, $2,500. But, like, that is like a real deep rule, though. Sure. Like, <sighs> at the end of the day, Deshaun Watson, even if it was just bad judgment, he makes the league look really bad. thousand percent. When you do stuff But like Cleveland this. didn't help because they gave him a brand new deal. Of course they didn't help. It's Jimmy okay. Haslam. It's Jimmy, <laughs> it's Jimmy Haslam. I don't know what – but that's what everybody else is mad about, Kyle. They can't separate the man from the money, yeah. the emotions from the money. They right. can't separate those things. No. So because you got this money and you did – no, they're more mad. They want to hang on to that more. And Cleveland wants <laughs> a Super Bowl. And Cleveland so just wants to win. Badly. <laughs> they just – so badly. They just want to win. So badly. You know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. <laughs> so you got people doing mental gymnastics to get behind this. Yeah. You know, and, and Cleveland, think about it. Cleveland has been heartbroken way too many times. LeBron brought him a chip. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He came home and did that. Yes. Before he jet set it back out to warmer weather. Yep. All right. Yep. The Browns have never, dude, they would go bananas. Yeah, if the Cleveland Browns ever even – I mean, just to go to the Super Bowl would be crazy. Yep. So, you got to understand that. That's who this team is. I mean, the original team left, right? Yep. Packed up and walked out. Art Modell, right? Yeah. They, they were really angry. And so – Yeah. You got to understand Cleveland that part. It's, a, yeah, and Cleveland is what it is, you know? I, I just – You know, I got, I got friends from Best there. of luck to them. Best of luck to them. Can we change the subject for just yes. a second here? Let's go from, uh, you know what? Not, You're not going to Hunter Biden, are The you? Federal Bureau of Investigations just oh, yeah, raided a former president's home in the past couple of days. I know here we are talking about stuff that I've missed over the past, and I didn't miss this. I saw it, but, like, I'm just now catching up on all of it. And Correct. Like, I, we made the Hunter Biden joke there a minute ago. But seriously, the FBI raided the, the last president's home. Yes. Do you realize how much evidence you, you, you have to have to do that? They said it was – they said it was – I don't know how much it's it was. It's related to the, to, to the nuclear codes is what is being reported anyway. Uh, now, if you choose to believe that, that's up to you. But, I mean, that's what's being reported. Um, I, I don't know what I'm – I, I know – they said it was plenty of boxes. It was probably – I heard it was 15 boxes worth of stuff. I don't know what boxes means. Um I mean, I can imagine, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so he pled the fifth. Yeah. I think he's already claiming that he was framed. I don't know. I'm well, not, the, or the, the I'm sorry, only thing that bothers me, Kyle, is when I hear. Look, 
first of all, let's talk about it. So if you're going to have those type of, you know, cert like uh, where you can't top secret stuff like and that, you know, government are supposed to go in certain archives. You can't take everything with you. This is not like, oh, I was here at this point in time. Like I get it. It's like your high school football jersey, Kyle. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that shit stays with the school. Right? Uh, yep, yep. You don't get to take that with you. I know it was great for you. It's great. They it's, need that. <laughs> like, B- budget's tight. You know what I mean? <laughs> budget's that tight. That goes back. They got to have that. <laughs> they got to have that. <laughs> so, you got to get that stuff back. This is not, but this is, I want people to also understand now it is the first time the FBI has had to come and raid somebody's house, a former president's house, to get something. Unprecedented. That is the first. Now, that other, that <laughs> other people have had to come get stuff. Here's the thing. They had to turn stuff, like George W. Bush. They said they had to call him. Time out. Time and out, he time. Had, but he returned it. Uh, right. He gave it back. Right, right. Here's, he, and what they all wanted to keep, he couldn't keep everything. <laughs> but here's the thing. Think it's Donald Trump, right? He was out here just spouting off classified information when he was in office anyway. Do you doubt for a second that this man did this? Like, no matter how you feel about him, like, just knowing what you know about who Donald Trump is, do you doubt for a second that he's just like, I'm taking this with me? Like, he did. There's no doubt, based on his personality. He's like, this is coming with me. 2,000%. And, and Kyle, of course I believe it. <laughs> of course he did. But come on. <laughs> of course I believe it's that. It's the most believable thing about Donald Trump. Like, the funny thing to me. me, though, is now when I hear people say, like, <laughs> well, they need to, like, the FBI needs to be defund the FBI. I'm like, what? Or when you hear people say, like, oh, the FBI, well, well, Donald Trump accused that maybe the, well, didn't accuse them, but has said, like, well, you got to think about it. They may be planted stuff as they're going through and raiding. I'm like, hold on, bro. So now you like a whole, like the movie type drug dealers, but now they planting stuff on you. I'm like, and I'm not saying that all cops are good. I'm not saying that, or all FBI agents are good. I'm not saying that at all. But the, come on, man. Like, what are we really doing? The fact that they, uh, even a judge even signed off on that That's should crazy. let you know. Well, see, but the thing is. A federal, like. But here's the thing. I don't, there are and people- he, he hired the FBI guy because he got rid of Comey, right? He brought in this guy. He picked him. That's it's, the guy that he hired. Yeah. All right. They have 10-year cycles. Wait, you talking about Comey? No, no, no. Oh, oh not Comey. Who are you talking about? Uh, the current. The current. No, 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 not the FBI guy. No, no. Who, who are you talking about? Um, I'm t- I think I'm talking about the judge. The judge that probably had to sign off on it. Well, oh, wonder- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's like federal level I mean, stuff. Merrick Garland himself is over the Fed. The Attorney General, yeah. He's over the, yes. Yeah. Now, that, that, there was the report. Did you see that the judge who okayed the, uh, the, the warrant was once linked to Jeffrey Epstein in a way? Oh, Lord. Who wasn't, though, Kyle, uh, at hold this on, point? So the, he, was a, he was a Florida magistrate judge. That signed all. I couldn't remember his name, um, but he. Uh, let's see. Oh lord. He signed off on the FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago. He donated to Barack Obama's 2008 presidential campaign. Oh, he definitely was not a. Months after he Trump. left the, US, the local U.S. That. attorney's office to rep employees of convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein, who had received immunity in a long-running sex trafficking investigation of the financier. That's according to the New York Post. Uh, his name is Bruce Reinhardt. That's it. I, I could not remember this guy's name. I, d- um, I do think whatever happens, you need like I need to know 100% why they're going into President Donald Trump, former President Donald Trump's house and going into like the whole public deserves to know this. Everybody does, Kyle. It's unprecedented. Like you said, everybody needs to know why. I don't want to sit up here and pass judgment. I don't want to do anything until I know why. And I want to hear it all. Oh, sure. Uh, the, and the American public deserves to know. Yep. Yep. I so, don't care on what side of the aisle you want to claim you want to sit in. You know, like when you go into the wedding, Kyle, you got her side and his side. That's how our government tends to be sometimes. But whatever side, we need to see. It needs to be a show. So Merrick Garland, made, like, he, he made a rare statement about this. Uh, said he personally approved it. Uh, Justice Department filed a motion to unseal the search warrant and property receipt. So there, there's, I guess there's an, an attempt here at being somewhat transparent. This is just fascinating. Like, we live in unprecedented times, dude. Like, I was just, I think about this more and more. And when you said a minute ago, like, and I agree with you, there had to have been a lot of evidence. You have to, you can't do that 
even to somebody like Donald Trump and expect to not have to show receipts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so what's this going to look like? Trump's already, you know, suggesting that it was planted, he was framed and things like that. So I'm curious <laughs> to see what comes out. But like <laughs> but that evidence is is likely not going to matter to several million people who just I mean they they suckle at the teat of all things Donald Trump. They're obsessed with this man. It will be a witch hunt as he said. It will be well, what about Hunter Biden? Okay, well again, if, if you got good reason, go for it. I'm, I'm not stopping you. I'm not opposed to it. What do they want with him? Well, we'll come back to that. But like with, <laughs> the, with the Donald Trump thing, it's like they're not going to believe it anyway. And I apologize. Right? It's the I deep state. You're good. It's the deep state. It's mm-hmm. uh, he's being set up. It's the, it's the leftist. It's you know, it's something, right? It's never that he's got a cult following <laughs> politically now. It is crazy. <laughs> but you know, some people just you know they want to be led around. They like giving donations, lots and lots of donations to political packs. Anyway, but yeah, it's crazy. We just had a president get his home raided. And, you know, a lot of people are certainly interested, but there are a lot of people who are like, oh, just going about their, their daily business. It's like, no, no, the guy who was just in there last just had his home raided. That's never happened before. And it's no. like, they're like, oh, no, he took, they believe anyway, the accusation is, the allegation is that it was something to do with. You know, our, our nuclear weaponry, likely the nuclear codes. And uh, it's, <laughs> I mean, what is happening right now? What is happening? Yeah, that's not good, though. No, it's definitely not good. That's <laughs> definitely not a good thing. The, no. the, the world has gone stupid. It's really gone. Stupid. If that's true, like, come on, you, you definitely every like that should be taken. And the fact is, like, that is funny, though. I, nuclear I like weapons. I said, like I said. Nuclear I want to wait till the, weapons. I want to. I want to hear it all come out, and see what all happened. You know, and uh, we'll go from there. We'll go from there. We'll go from there. Okay. If you and, say so. so, I heard that um, if you keep that stuff, like the like, you can get a prison sentence for that. Holding on to those type documents, you can go to jail for that stuff. Well, yeah, absolutely. It's top secret. Yeah, you can go to jail. You for can't that. just carry those things out of the White House and take them to your resort. No, and I tell me this if this is true, Kyle. Is that um? Because I think I heard this uh, on Morning Joe the other yesterday, the day before. Is that your little Morning Joe on? Huh? Yeah, I did. I was up. So then, um, was that Donald Trump uh, pushed that penalty up to five years? It used to be one year sentence. Oh yeah, he was the one because he was pissed at Hillary. Hillary, yeah. yeah. And so he was the, like his administration is responsible for jacking up the penalty for that to five years. To five years. Yeah. It's like he yeah. did that. Yeah. No, it was I, on uh, Trevor Noah. I was reminded of that this morning by I, someone. Yeah. yeah, I I I heard that on Trevor Noah. That's what it was. Uh, is that what it was? Yeah, it was Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah was like, dude, do you know this guy's like the biggest like. Killer of himself sometimes, like the little stuff. I forget that where I saw it, this, but I did see that this morning that you know his administration was was responsible right. for upping that penalty. Which, again, the the word irony comes to mind there. Um, but I was just looking at something a second ago. You see, the CDC dropped the quarantine recommendation for COVID nineteen exposure. Right? They're not even recommending that you go like stay home at this point. It's like, yeah, it's here. Everybody just you know if you get close to it, just spit on it and rub it and walk away. Like well, it's not, not going to just—it's not going to shut down our hospital system anymore. No, I mean it's just—and that was, like, not to be the Monday morning quarterback armchair dipshit that's like, <laughs> oh, no, but it, it was—we've been saying for a long time, it's just here. Yeah, it's here because there are a lot of people that. At least me and you are consistent, Kyle. It's just here. It was, that, that's all there is to it. It's just here. Um, can you imagine, by the way, having lived in some of these places like Australia where they had like a zero COVID policy and like. The government was tracking people down who were leaving their homes too many times a day. Well, China still has it. Going, it's insane. <laughs> Can you imagine being locked down in a place like that? <laughs> I can't. Speaking of, holy shit. I've been watching this thing. you got to check this out on HBO. It's called The Anarchists. Now, right. I'm only to like episode three at this point. Oh, boy. But it's like. Uh, I'm rewatching Vikings. I'm pretty in. Uh, you're, you're Vikings is a great show. Yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah. But The Anarchists on HBO. It's about a bunch of, you know, anarcho-capitalists, ANCAPs, you know, just Americans who don't believe in government. They think taxation is theft. Um, you know, that they hate cops. You know, just they hate government. They shouldn't, it shouldn't exist, and so on and so forth. Um, they have colonized, in a way, in Acapulco, Mexico. 
and they have an annual, they grew an annual convention called Anarchapulco. And, you know, it was just anarchists, radical libertarians, that they would make an annual trip down there. They've all been like colonizing down there. It's like kind of a, it's a huge <laughs> overlap with the Bitcoin community too, right? Yeah, like yeah. What's going on in Costa Rica? Um, but there are a lot of libertarian and and cap, you know, just fuck the government. Uh, you shouldn't be able to tax me for shit types that have just moved to these places. And on HBO, the Anarchists, it is wild. It, this these communities that they're building and how these people have made like a lot of them made money in Bitcoin, but some didn't. So it became like the stratified community of like really rich people and some of these other ancaps that just were kind of like poor. And they get, it, it's a fascinating anarchist. Game. Yeah, dude, it's a wild. You got to go right. check this out on HBO. Okay, I've I gotten will. into it over the last two nights. Uh, that and look, I've been catching up on shit. All right? I like I, it. I, I've hey, had man. Eight days of just baby Dude, stuff again. This is what you do. I've been binging stuff when I'm not sleeping. So no doubt that will come back. But then the other one is Blackbird on Apple TV. I heard this one was great, and Blackbird. I saw the preview about it. Hey, has to get. I saw the previews. I hadn't got into it because I started Solid, Viking. But it's, it's really good. I, it, as fuck. <laughs> creepy as fuck. Um, you know, if you're into the serial killer thing. Oh. You know, when I saw the preview, I was like, oh, my wife. Yeah. Hey, the dude that he's going after, dude, is creep. Looks like total creep show. Yeah. Yeah. It Scary is. when people are able to play those roles. Yeah. Well, and I think it might have been the last thing that Ray Liotta ever did, too, before he died. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it's a six episode miniseries. And basically the gist of it is this young guy, drug dealer, goes to jail for being a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets duped on a prison sentence on a plea. He ends up trying to, having to do a 10-year stretch. And he gets an opportunity to get out of it if he transfers into a maximum security prison, like, I mean, tr- to hell, right, with the, the worst murderer, serial killer types. I mean, just the worst of the worst. If he transfers in and gets this serial kid killer, I mean, this absolute monster creep who kills little girls, if he gets this guy to um, give him the location of the bodies, uh, they'll they'll let him out of prison. If he can go get this guy to to you know basically cop to all this, and it is, it's really well done. Like even Stephen King, you know the author Stephen King was mm-hmm. raving about this show the other night on I think it was on Twitter, uh, but it's heavy. Like it, it's it's it raw. is heavy. Did you ever nope. see Oz on HBO? So I hadn't watched all the Oz either. But did you have you ever seen a, like an episode yes, or two? Yes. So you know how raw that show yes, is. It yes. Is, like that was one of the early shows that just shocked the shit out of me when yeah. I was a kid. <laughs> like this is some fucked up stuff they're showing on TV right now, and do they know we can see this? <laughs> like I, that for Oz was the first for me. Like holy crap, there is some dark places out there in the world. Um, but yeah, it's it's not quite that bad, but it's heavy. It's really and and some of the scenes where he's talking about. The murders, that he, and it's based on a true story. And so some of the scenes where he's talking about the murders that he committed, this guy, Larry Hall, will just make your skin crawl. Oh. It's, uh, yeah. It, it, do, it, do they kind of play it out? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Stephen King the other I night. See it. So he said Blackbird on Apple Plus, Apple TV, brilliant and riveting, a Dennis Lehan masterpiece, all episodes now available. Uh, yeah, it's really good. It, <laughs> it's, but again. My neighbor, Heather. Uh, told me about it. She said it's really good. She yeah. was only on episode like th- she's like it's only three episodes deep so far. She's like it's awesome. It is fantastic. It, it, that's it really what she is. said. She no, said it that. is. It is really really good. And you know, again, I'm not going to spoil it. But uh, the Thank actor, you. the series. Look at that boy, Michael Irvin, still looking like a superstar boy. Them stars on his on his tie. I love oh it. man. Uh, but yeah, Blackbird, awesome. Sorry. Right. No, you're good. You're good. That reminded me though, because uh, he's sitting there with William McGinnis. We were talking about Tom Brady earlier. Oh, Kyle, uh, I got one more question, too, before we get out of here. What is it? What is it? What is it? Panthers, Saints, Sam Mills going into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I know Panthers fans. He played in New Orleans longer. Yes. And so, had Panthers fans. Carolina. Yeah. Had his what? Had his most memorable years at Carolina. It was later on. It meant a lot. It was great. I thought he here he's left, like, a true legacy here. It's, yes. like, crazy the impact he made in a short, short time. Yep. But then it's also crazy, like, me being in New Orleans for, and, like, seeing what he means down there too, right? But yep. the Dome Patrol was so good. It's funny, though, and he's going in as a New Orleans Saints, and I don't want to hurt the Panthers' like heart like that, but I guess, what is he going to be recognized as? You still got to pick one. Do you? I don't know if you do anymore. I don't think so, dude. Do you? You kind of got to go in as somebody, under somebody. You got to pick a team. 
I, for, I always forget which Hall of Fame. You why have you, to that's go why. In. That's why Terrell Owens is like a 49ers Hall of Famer. He's not a Dallas Cowboys Hall of Famer. You see what I'm saying? Or Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, yeah, he is literally the motto of this organization. Though. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. And the Carolina fans, I can tell, like, the way they talk about him on the radio, on the sports talk radio here locally, how much they love, like, and what he means to everybody here and, like, what it is to be Sam Mills for the Carolina Panthers. And the actual, like, he is the motto. It's like, keep pounding. Like, that's, that's the one thing that Tepper cannot get rid of. And Tepper wanted to get rid of it, Kyle. Remember that? So I'm, look, I'm looking at the, the so I'm looking at the exhibit here in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He's got both helmets in there. Oh, that's perfect then. Yeah, he's got both helmets in there. Okay, I'm, so they put him in with both. Uh, that's what I'm looking at right now. That's I mean, rare, Kyle. I don't think I don't think people get to do that most most times. That's awesome that they did that though. Yeah, I mean, so you, so is that Carolina's first? Well, it just as a few pieces of memorabilia found in the Pro Football Hall of Fame museum from Sam Mills. Um, yeah, so so is that going to be so? Is that Carolina Panthers' first Hall of Famer? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve Smith's up next. I mean, the, it was. I was surprised that Steve didn't. I mean, and I, I get it. I don't like. It's not the end of the world. Like Steve's going to get in, but I was surprised when he didn't get in this year, just based on some of the guys who made the cut, right? Um, like there were some dudes like Andre Roberts or Andre um, uh, Andre Carter that he had better numbers than. And Andre Reed, uh, huh? With Andre- Buffalo, yeah. What do you mean? Who whose numbers did Smitty was better than Andre uh, Carter? Who's that? No, the Houston Texans uh, wide receiver Andre. Uh, what is wrong with me? Um, Houston Texans. Okay. Hold on. Uh, this is the kind of night that you can tell that I'm in full dad mode. That I'm in full dad mode right now. Thousand uh, percent. Yeah, it's not, Andre Johnson. Dear God. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. I had so many Andres in my head except for From Gian- Miami. Andre Johnson. Good player. Really good player. Yeah, dude. He Smitty's numbers are better. They just are. I got it. And, and so, like, it, and it's not the end of the world again, but, like. Smitty played a lot longer. For sure. But, for Andre, sure. but Andre was, like, man, he was that dude. He was tough. Oh, he, he was, was the number one receiver in the, in the league. Uh, Smitty, for as great as he is, I'm sure he put up number one guy league numbers a, yeah. a couple times in his career. But no, I don't know. I don't know. And but did yeah. it that offense, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what was Smitty doing in offense? Like, because Smitty would... Agreed. Like, all that matters. Style points. Right. Like, all that stuff matters. Wanna, Where he, you come from and what you look like. All of Cooper that matters. Up until Cooper Cup just did it. Up until Cooper Cup just did it. Steve was the last dude to win the Triple Crown. Yeah. And he did it in that offense, right? Which was not designed... I mean, you know, him and... Well, Jake he was the, the only guy. He, was a, he had moose for a minute, right? But, yeah. like, still, imagine Smitty and, you know, his, his frame, his, like, the whole attitude, all of it in today's game. With these passing offenses, hey, it, it'd be something else. Major numbers. So you know, yeah, it, it's it's really interesting to watch all this unfold. And yeah, the Panthers got their first Hall of Famer, and Steve will be next. And that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be and then Peppers cool. too. What's that? Julius. Yeah. Peppers. Yeah. I mean, Pep is. Uh, whew. So you got that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. And then we'll see after that. Yeah. No doubt about it. All right. Well, good. It was good to get back at it, man. It Great job, Kyle. Had a little stumble nice in between. Nice My man's soul had a dirty diaper. Had to get it done. Nice to get out of the house. Get out of the house. There we go. Get a little yeah, breeze. Catch back up on the news. We're going to get back at it next week. Until then, for Roman Harper, I'm Kyle Bailey. Work hard. Be nice to each other.